0: My name is Jessamine. I'm an employment partner of Stevenson Harwood in Hong Kong. Today I would like to talk about the recent case of Law Ting Pong Secondary School and Chen Wai Wah. The case involved a teacher, Mr. Chen, who was hired in mid July 2017 to start working for the school on the 1st of September. Prior to his start date Mr Chen had a change of mind and decided he did not want to work for the school and instead sought to terminate his employment contract before his commencement date When Mr Chen was offered the position at the school he was given three documents which were one an offer of an employment which stated that the offer is to be accepted by signing a letter of acceptance and conditions of service two the conditions of service, which stated that the employment begins on the 1st of September 2017, and three, a letter of acceptance, which provided that once the offer was accepted, the conditions of the contract had immediate effect with the specific example that three months notice was needed to terminate the contract. Mr. Chen signed and returned one copy each of the conditions of service and the letter of acceptance. On the 22nd of August 2017, Mr. Chen informed the school that he would stay with his current employer. He offered to pay the school's expenses for recruiting another teacher, but nothing more. The school managed to find a replacement for Mr. Chen, who started working on the 5th of September 2017. It then commenced proceedings against Mr. Chen for three months' wages in lieu of notice. The Labour Tribunal, which heard the case, sided with the school. However, on appeal, the Court of First Instant found in favor of Mr. Chen, and they interpreted very strictly what comprised the employment contract and found that the letter of acceptance had no contractual effect. The case was further appealed to the Court of Appeal, which overturned the Court of First Instance decision and held that the employment contract between the school and Mr. Chen was formed by all three documents. The Court of Appeal took the view that since signing the letter of acceptance was the only way to accept the offer, and looking at the whole picture, the letter of acceptance must be binding, especially the provisions on the contract's immediate effect and the three months notice requirement for termination. Mr. Chen also argued that the payment in lieu provision was an unenforceable penalty clause. He asserted that given the little time and cost the school took to find a replacement, the amount of the payment claimed, $139,000, was disproportionate. On this point, the Court of Appeal held that the school's claim was for the recovery of a debt arising from a contractually agreed method for a lawful termination, so the doctrine of penalties was not engaged. Nevertheless, the Court of Appeal laid out the test that a provision is unenforceable as a penalty when it is a secondary obligation, which imposes a detriment out of all proportion to any legitimate interest the other party has. The Court of Appeal found that the school had a legitimate interest to enforce the performance of its employment contracts in order to fulfil its duty of care towards its students. So the payment of $139,000 was not out of all proportion. The takeaway points of this case is that an employment contract is enforceable as soon as it is signed, even if the employment has not commenced. Therefore, employees who wish to resign prior to commencing employment should pay particular attention to when the contract comes into effect and to the termination clauses, especially when there are multiple documents. However, it can also be said that this particular case does turn on its facts, given that the school explicitly stated the notice requirement for termination had immediate effect. The case didn't really address specific scenarios such as where there's a probation period. As you know, in Hong Kong, Section 63A of the employment ordinance allows employers or employees to terminate in the first months of employment if the employee was on probation, regardless of what the agreed notice period is. The legal position, therefore, seems to be that the parties are bound by the agreed notice period, except where the employee is in the first month of probation. Employers need to ensure when drafting their employment contracts that it is clearly stated not only as to when the employment starts, but also when other terms of the contracts become effective. On the issue of the penalty clause, it's clear that the Court of Appeal took the decision that the doctrine of penalty was not engaged in this case, and in any event, the termination provision was not unenforceable as a penalty clause. Payment in lieu of notice is a contractually agreed and lawful method to terminate an employment contract, which is provided under the employment ordinance. The court held that a claim for payment in lieu was not a claim for damages for breach of contract. The courts expressly recognized that termination by notice or by a payment in lieu is common in employment contracts, and that it would be an unwelcome complication to introduce the doctrine of penalty into the employment context. That's all from me today. Thank you for listening.